Yo, 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 what's going on? Welcome to another episode of All Shit, I'm 40. This is your boy, Gene Lott, and we are here, and tonight we are at Marcus's, a.k.a. Dirty's Humble Abode. What's going on, y'all? Welcome. Tonight we got... Big Gibby, a.k.a. Terrence. My real name is Terrence. And then we got a.k.a. Marcus Dirty. Then we got Big Dave over here. And then we got the loving man with the soulful sound, Joe, with the the baby, the BD mic. The baby mic. The baby mic. We'll talk later about what BD means. Hey, but what was another episode of All Shit I'm 40, man? We are glad to be here. It's been a little while since, uh, shoot, we got most of y'all together because we've been on vacations, weddings, all that shit. Oh, I'm sorry. We no, just discussed be, about. And yeah. it's going to be better because it's Cinco de Mayo. Yes. Oh, it is about to be Cinco de Mayo. Yes, it is about to be Cinco de Mayo. Absolutely. It is about to be Cinco de Mayo. I don't got no Hispanic in me, but I surely try to drink like them. <laughs> Give me you Mexican? Latin X. <laughs> Latinx. No, Latinx. I'm sorry. For my Latin oh, brothers. Sorry, sorry, Latinx. You're right. You gotta be political. I got a little I got like two percent Mexican. Two percent Mexican? Do, do you really? It's like real. are you are you serious? It's real talk. Oh smile. Really? I'm Joe, like, I know. Like, <laughs> if we were a family friendly uh, podcast, I would say something. I thought I, thought I had that Native American into me until I got that test and found out I was twenty five percent European. <laughs> right. Which is crazy because uh I did the same joke. I'm eleven percent uh, European, and then the rest is like West African. Dude, you know what blew my mind when I was Philippine? Oh, you got a little Philippine. Philly, you got a little Philippine over here. Little Pacquiao. Okay. What? Oh, he said a little Oh, more jokes. Stop. <laughs> oh, God. And, and David, what, David, what you mix with? What you got? Dave ain't do that test. David. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, like I'm a hundred percent. David, I'm a hundred percent. You know what it is. David ain't doing that test. He's probably say something. That, that, that uh, test going to be people, somewhere in the uh, right. Right. With my DNA, and next thing you know, yeah. man, I'm in trouble for something I ain't doing. <laughs> All the way out in Kansas somewhere. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, but y'all, welcome I'm back home. to the show, man. We, we got a loaded show for y'all today. Um, we're gonna be talking. Um, we're gonna we're gonna be serious today. Not, <laughs> but we are gonna be serious. We're gonna talk about a serious topic, but we're gonna put our our playful mode into it. Okay, we're gonna um, get into men's mental health. Mm. All right, because uh, when it comes, we, we're gonna get into health. Period. Matter of fact, we got a part two to this. Oh, that's so, what's up. Let's yeah, do the part one then. Yep, this is part one. So the part one is gonna be. Um, the mental part of our health. So we're going to get into men's health. But, you know, before we start anything, right, and this is, and David brought this up. He said, man, this is Jack Depp. We're doing a health show, and we sit here getting drunk. But we're not getting drunk, we're David. Getting we're drunk. just getting smoothed out. This is a part of my mental health, though. You know what I'm saying? Like wellness. That mm. microphone is probably your mental <laughs> health. Yo, y'all got to see this. Man, like, like, somebody take a picture hey, of this mic. Like, like Joe's on. mic is like... Hey. Yeah, I went to Amazon, found me a mic. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, podcast. Hey, Joe, I'm taking Joe, a picture of the mic right there. Joe, tell the audience what your mic really looked like off the Harlem Nights. <laughs> 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 it we'll looked like the pinky too. We were talking offline. It's like, yo, y'all seen Harlem Nights? Of course, everybody saw it. Mm-hmm. We're talking about the scene where they shooting up the, the building. And um, Arsenio Hall out there with his crew. And they, they got the bazookas. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, little man like, Yo, that's Joe's mic, That's my man. mic, yo. That's they, they mic. My got, mic. Got the, look, I'm going to tell you how bad my mic, mic is. I got to bend down and talk to this motherfucker. <laughs> Joe got the motherfucker. Uh, sorry, though. Fisher Price, my gonna, first uh, podcast mic. That's all right. <laughs> but it, it sound good, though, Joe. No, nah, my shit be coming from the ceiling next time to watch. It sound good. <laughs> and, you know, hustle Dave was talking about my mic saying, I got, yeah, the hustle, I got the hustle and flow mic. He got the DJ, Lola. Bro, I need that <laughs> mic, man. I need that mic, man. It's all right, man. It's all right. So, you saw that on Amazon. It's like, I'm getting that. <laughs> what you talk about on the other show? If I, I, if I should get it, what you say? Oh, what TC be saying? Yeah. Treat yourself. Don't treat yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Every Shout time TC be whispering. Tease. Shout out to Super T's. Shout mm-hmm. out to, uh, what is it? T's Keys for Success. For Success. Yo, he always we always got to shout him out. But um, what we drinking tonight, fellas? I'm gonna start with uh Marcus because you know, empty cup, empty oh cup God. always. You just had Sorry. it. Sorry, what you had in there? Uh, so I actually switched it up because um, 
you know, usually I do tequila, but I got a bourbon this time. So I have Ooh. something different. It's called New Riff Single Barrel. It, the bo- I'm going to tell you this. It's the bottle sweet. looks vicious. And like, yo, you know what's crazy? I will buy bourbon based off how the bottle Yeah, based off the bottle. That's just right. like our that's craft a, beer. That's a real look. look, right look where is it from? Let's it's talk pretty about smooth. This. A single barrel. Uh, oh. Looks like it's from Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, yep, Newport, Kentucky. Yep. Distilled, aged, and bottled by New Riff. So if y'all see the bottle, the bottle <laughs> looks like the building. The bottle is attractive. Yeah. Really it's smooth, too. Look at that. The yeah. bottle is what caught my eye. Yeah. That's how it is with all liquor. When so, the bottle catches your eye. So, yeah, that's what I had. Sorry. Oh, he punished it. He punished it. Yeah. Joe, what you got? I see you got the Bob the Builder box back there yeah, behind I brought, you. I brought my Builder box. And I'm going to start with that because by the end of the show, it's going to be empty. So, in the Builder box, I got the Optimal Wit, Port City, Monumental IPA, Port City. Um, of course, I got Stella in there. Um, Marcus went upstairs and made me a... Uh, old fashioned Bartesian, 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 Bartesian. Good look on that, and then, um, yeah, so we just we sipping on a variety. I'm gonna tell you, um, Marcus got Bartesian, uh, TC got Bartesian, um, Terrence got a Bartesian. That's when you know, suckers making some money. (laughs) Y'all got the Bartesian, (laughs) (laughs) big money. (laughs) Hey, um, shout out to Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company, um. Man, definitely. Uh, these dudes are they, a husband and wife operation, black owned, and they are killing the market right now. Yep. And literally, you can find them all around the Beltway, all around the DMV, and they are very uh, special and near to my heart because when I was in the beer game, you know, um, we helped them out and uh, definitely got them started. So. Shout out to Liquid Intrusion. Right now, we have their African Queen and her Seven Seas IPA. You can uh, pick it up at the Green Turtle and mm-hmm. Brandywine. You can pick it up, shoot, everywhere at Waldorf, basically. So, where, where'd you get it at, T? I got it from Nick's. Oh, oh Nick's and Clinton. Oh, you yeah. know you made it when Nick's you were at Nick's. Clinton. Oh, man. So, you know you made it when you were at Nick's, man. Look, we couldn't even get it at Nick's. That's a whole other story. But mm-hmm. um, definitely, bro. Uh, Please pick them up, all right? Because black beer, yeah, crack that open. Yeah, y'all heard that? Man, that shit sounds so good. It do. Perfect. Black beer in the craft beer industry is still a, a minority. We are one percent in the craft beer industry, so support black beer when you can. Liquid Intrusion Brewing Company, definitely check them out, man. The Seven C, her, the African Queen or Seven C's IPA is definitely vicious. It's legit. Definitely legit. I'm gonna crack it open in a minute, but right now, what I am drinking, um. I had a bit of a celebration today. As y'all know, uh, I got a slight promotion at work. I'm not going to call it slight. I'm not going to upgrade myself. Man. Oh, we talking about them coins now? We- I'm, I'm poor. I have three children. But uh, <laughs> I got a promotion. Uh, I, I'm going to be doing some big things later on. going to be going out of town and stuff. But uh, yeah. yeah, I got a big promotion. And um, I'm drinking one, some uh, vodka. My question is, do you get to fly commercial flights? Or are you going to be on one of those military planes? Both. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Both. 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 <laughs> Both. Both. I'll have my legs up and I'll. Whoa. I'll, oh. Whoa. Pause. <laughs> with, with, with Joe's mic? <laughs> oh, the BD. I got jokes tonight. Oh, man. I ain't messing with job, man. See, this is why it's been a while since we got us all together. Y'all. Man, this is this is the second half of all shit on forty, man. Y'all jokers, man. Y'all y'all got some jokes, but I'm um, I'm drinking vodka tonight. I was uh, entertaining uh, tequila all day. Listen, so. you for all our for all our listeners out there, if y'all Gene wanted to show y'all a picture of my mic, if yeah. y'all can see Gene right now, <laughs> he is feeling really good. So I uh, just want to put it out there. My eyes are, are red because of my contacts. Because okay. my contacts. We're going right. to blame the contacts. Blame the contacts. Not Don Julio. Nope, not Don Julio. <laughs> all right, all right, give me what you drinking. Man, I got that uh, that queen too, man, the African queen and her seven seas. And I also drank a little uh, vodka. There you go. Yeah, the little Tito's. Yeah, she she came from the Bartesian or she she hand poured. What'd you do? That's hand poured. Okay, all right. Hand poured. Hand poured. That's hand poured. All right, man. Oh, Dave, did we did we get you? No, I didn't talk to Dave. I'm drinking fruit punch. Yeah, Dave drinking fruit punch. He's on <laughs> mix with mix with Dave on a fruit. Dave on a fruit diet. Dave on fruit, fruit punch tonight. Fruit, fruit punch tonight. Yeah. Hi, right, man. So y'all ready to get into it? We yeah. matter of fact, hold on. Before we start, are y'all hearing that? 
buzzing feedback? Or was it yeah, just me? Yeah, I hear a little bit. I hear a little feedback. Me, all right, we, hold on. We got a little technical difficulties right now. Somebody sound like an old record player. It, was it that one? Mm-hmm. All right. Because, you know, we live. Ain't no bad. Ain't we no bad. She talked back to you a little bit. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Hey, hold on. We, we at Dirty House. So make sure Dirty don't slide upstairs while we... While we <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Make sure he don't slide out of here. While, while we at Dirty's house... I am texting Shout out to Tiffany for setting up the awesome green room. Yes. It's something about these wives, man. They set up the awesome green room. So let's give a shout out. Hold on. I got to find my button. Y'all know every show, I got to find my button. Here we go. Thank you to Mrs. Munson. Oh, Uh-oh. shit right there. Thank you. Was that it? That ain't it. Damn, I never can get this shit right. It's okay. I'm going to have to have a practice run with these. I know. Hold on. Hold on. Practice gonna, make perfect. We're going to get it. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it go. There it go. Shout out to Tiffany for setting up the awesome green room. You know, so so definitely. Alright man, we're gonna we're gonna get into this. Um like I said, this is gonna be like a semi serious show. Why do I still sound like a record player? Cause you got that record player mic. <laughs> so he said I got the Isaac Hayes Process of elimination. <laughs> what is the newest thing in here that we never had static before? We got static now. Y'all better leave my microphone. It's either, it's either my mic. <laughs> I'm about to say, it's even that little Tonka toy you got. Yo, no, I think it's, it's Joe's uh, Tonka toy truck microphone. That's what I, I think it is. I think Joe bought that mic for his son dollars and then he realized right. he was getting it for him. And he was like, oh, no, no, chill, that's what I was yo. trying to get. Yo, chill. I'm not even close, Hold on, this one I'm about to do. Hold on, this one I'm about to do. We're about to mute Joe. Oh. Is I it, think it, it was Joe's mic. Right. Is it Joe's mic? No, no, no. No, you just have to bring me back. Mm-hmm. It's both of them. It's your mic, Joe. It's your mic. All right. They all like each other. They two different brands. <laughs> we beefing. We got real live feedback going on. <laughs> so this, this is what we got going on today, y'all. We're going to talk about uh, episode one um, for this two-part series. It's called... Um, Men's health, and we're gonna start on the uh, mental health, okay? And I want to start the show off just like this: um, <clears throat> mental health, or just seeing somebody to get your, as my man Marshall let's say, get your mentals right, is a taboo, I believe, for all men, mm. and it definitely was for myself. And speaking for me. I really didn't get hip to going to see a counselor or to get my mentals right until my marriage was almost like in the dumps. You know what I'm saying? So like I was almost to the point of, man, we might have to we might have to let go. You know, and I would definitely say that like going to see a therapist mm. not even about the marriage, but to work out myself actually saved my marriage because that's good good. during that time it unpacked a lot of things that i never shared a i never shared and b that affected me that i never knew would affect me Mm -hmm. if you can if you can dig that you know what i'm saying and i mean it was it was a it was one of those things where when you go into therapy you know and you always going to have your guard up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But if your marriage is worth saving, and if that woman is, is worth you being with, you're going to let those guards down. You're like, all right, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to just let everything out. But vulnerability is the new love, man. Yeah, there it is. So so my question, real quick, and it's an early question. Did you go... Hold on, put your phones on mute, man. We in church. To, <laughs> <laughs> did you go seek therapy... For your marriage, or were you seeking it because you felt like, you know, there were some things that you needed to work on? Good question, Joe. Initially, it was for my marriage, but it turned into, man, I need need to work on myself. It's something going on with me. And what it was, was I'm making decisions, and I'm doing things that's like, it's like, you know, why am I making these decisions, and why am I doing these certain things? And it took therapy to actually unpack that. Okay. That's what's you know up. what I'm saying? So that's why, and after, I'm, I'm telling you, and, and anybody who's had therapy can tell you this. 
when you get out of therapy, you feel like you get that monkey off your back. Hmm. When you finally express something mm-hmm. that you subconsciously been wanting to say, mm-hmm. but never could find the words to say it, or never could have that vulnerability to actually put it out there and say it, mm-hmm. you feel so much better. Yeah. Prime example, <clears throat> I'm going to give you. So, growing up in my family, I always been, man, you, you, you Charlie, you little Charlie, you, you, you the little, you know, you little Charlie, you know, and I became a grown adult, but like with some of the adults in my family, I was still little Charlie, mm-hmm. and I didn't feel like my voice was heard, mm-hmm. even with my parents, I didn't feel like my voice was heard, you know what I'm saying, like, and this happened in front of my wife, my father can say something, I'll shut down and be like, all right. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. but not knowing that, yo, yeah, I'm still your son, but I'm also a grown ass man with kids, pay taxes and married. I shouldn't shut down. I should be able to have a conversation still on your level, mm-hmm. on the same level as my parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was still shut down and going to that childhood mode where I'd be like, all right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And, and my wife looking at me like, what's the fuck on? wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what's well, wrong I, with you? I, I, I think that that varies with, um, how how you were raised and then how you respect your parents. I know I I, I, I definitely feel like I do a switcheroo around my folks. Like my dad liked to talk. And I realize a lot of times when he's around, I give him the floor. Like, man, I know I, I can talk too if I right. if I need to, but again, he's a big talker. So a lot of times when he, I get around him, I give I pretty much give him the mic. I give you know? him the floor. Yeah, I give right. him the floor. Um and then when I get around my mom my mom, the type of person where she'd be like, as soon as I walk in the house or she come over my house, hey, Terrence, I got something for you to do. Um, I need you to help me deposit this check on my phone or can right. you get this virus off my yeah. thing or whatever. So she always got a task for me. And my wife always looking at me like, what's, what's going on? But I think, again, it's just kind of how you're raised and how you still have that like certain communication Respect. with your, with your yeah. parents. Because like, we all got old school, them old school Parents, where it's like, I ain't really a friend until you married or until you really out my well, pocket. From, from the other podcast, I heard uh, your folks said they're not going to be your friend, Gene. Yeah, you heard. You must have listened. You heard. You heard. You heard. Heard, 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 <laughs> you know, but um, it was one of those things where I actually got the courage after counseling mm-hmm. to talk to my parents mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I felt minimized by y'all. Mm-hmm. I felt like I couldn't talk to y'all on the same level. I felt like I couldn't come to my father and talk to him about struggles I was having Mm -hmm. as a married man Mm -hmm. because I still held that high much respect for you. Mm -hmm. But 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 that's therapy. Did therapy help you? So 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 I think I feel like what you about to say, Joe. But what's the crazy part about therapy? Because my I go to therapy as well, and I've been going to therapy for some years now. But it's a it's a weird thing with life. Yeah. How. You can express your feelings of just life, the things that's going through your mind with a stranger. Yep. Because they don't have no ties to you. No judgment. No judgment, no ties. They don't know who you are as a person. Right. So you're dealing with a stranger, and then when they kind of give you somewhat of an opinion because it depends on the type of therapist you have if they're going to kind of give you their opinion or you know give you an activity that you need to work on or something similar to that to kind of help you with your mental state at that particular time but but it's just more of I think what's strange for me is just that respect level that you do have for a stranger so for Mm -hmm. I do marriage counseling with my wife and my therapist, it's just nice to have that third party involved yeah. that has nothing really to do with our marriage just for help to build up our, our marriage, our friendship, um, and then just make us better parents at the, exactly. same, at the, at the end of the day. Um, but, again, it's just it's good to kind of, like, toss something at a professional right? when it comes down to, especially, like, with the marriage you know, building um, with your mental health, with your personal self, because I've done it both ways with my um, marriage counseling and then individual counseling. And you got you well. got to do the both, and I, yeah. I realized you got to do both. Yeah, and that, and that was my issue. That like before I even got into my marriage counseling, I had to unpack what was going on with me. And the funny thing is, 
Me and Gibby got the same. <laughs> got the same therapist. Hold on, did I introduce you to Troy? You introduced me to Troy. Okay. But then we found out that Mouse, yeah. who's also co-host of the show, yeah. so I was still, Troy. Yeah. So so that's funny part. I I'm still getting counseled by Troy. But Troy's actually reaching out to talk I gotta to Gene. Go I got to go back to council. He, 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 he wanted to talk to Gene because he didn't even know Gene had a third child. Can can I I he was like, what? Can I say something real? Yeah, go ahead. Never been in therapy. Okay. Okay. Never. So, yeah. you know. You've been, you, you been to the gym? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been to the gym. You've you been to the doctors before and to go get your physical? I don't, I don't do doctors. It's weird with me, bro. Like, mm. So, you never. I, I need to find a doctor. So, like, we're going. Whoa. Pause wow. yeah, until part two yeah, on that. Talk, bro. This That's pause on part two right. for that. I'm just letting y'all know we we well, go. Well, only, yeah. only, only reason I try to bring it up like that, Joe, is because what I had to realize. I'm gonna bring it up in a second about the black community. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Of kind of how that mindset of like you know therapy is taboo, but again, what I realized if you want to work on your physique, like I actually you, you go to the gym, you say yes. Your brain is what operates your movement of your body, mm-hmm. and every once in a while you got to go get maintenance for that mental, which is your brain, man. Yeah, right. and, and, I mean, I think I think even if me, you go for a couple of sessions just to just kind of get it's so relieving. Tune up, man. Nah, man. I think I think for me it's like um, when I think of therapy, I think of something has to be wrong with you know. Like, nah, I, that's I, the I know, thing. I know, and and and, and, and <laughs> I had to realize that the hard way because I thought the same way, right? Yeah. I always thought that. You had to, something had to be wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't realize that you can talk about your therapist about good things mm-hmm. and bad things. But again, the whole thing is about growth mm-hmm. and, and then to be able to um, do things within your life that you didn't even think you could do yeah. with trying to go over some of those hurdles that you, you have. Marcus, you got something? So I'm the same as Joe. Um, well, with the one exception of uh, premarital counseling, hmm. I've never been to therapy. Either. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I and, think that. And you know, that's, a, that's another episode yeah. because I want to get into that too. Yeah. So, And I had a discussion with my dad about that. I don't think you should go, and this, this might be some controversy. Let's do it. I don't think you should go to a pastor for premarital counseling. So the only so and I'm not gonna say the only reason because I actually that's wanted never, to that's go, never topic. I actually wanted to go to premarital counseling, but it was required for the church that I was Yeah, it, to. it was the same way for us. But but the pastor at my church didn't marry right. my wife. My brother in law married us. I wish for premarital counseling, I probably wish we should have went to Troy way back. In yeah. two thousand seven yeah. and six, so we had a premarital counselor. He was a he was phenomenal. Uh, we went to a different church. I remember. I, can, I think it was. Um, I don't know. It's church out in Tyson's, but we had a guy who wasn't affiliated with that church at all. Um, but he was phenomenal. It gave me different perspectives into leading into marriage. You know, asking us tough questions, giving mm-hmm. the, you know, having me and my wife, uh, you know, ha- have those tough conversations and. Um, I feel like it really helped. Now we never had therapy after we got married right, right. because we learned how to communicate with each other correct, correct. Um, throughout the marriage. So I kind of feel like we are each other's therapist in a way. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Dave, you know, what about you, Dave? You, you go to therapy now. I currently go to therapy, but I've been, you know, and um, the first time that I actually went was. For premarital counseling, and then we stopped for a while after we got married. Of course, right? It was premarital. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, some shit hit the fan. You know, saying within you know um, my marriage at one point early on, and we seeked out counsel, but it was like. From a different perspective, right? Like it wasn't like mental health professionals that we actually seeked out from, seek that seek out the help from at that time. It was um, a married couple that was uh, from a church, mm-hmm. and they basically wanted like what they do is they help out 
other couples, especially young couples, you know what I'm saying, within their marriages and things of that nature. So, um, and then, you know, even as we were doing that, like I had got my own counselor, you know what I'm saying, right. from myself. But what I learned about um, with counseling, more so like starting with premarital counseling, is, all right, this kind of like what Gene was talking about. Like, I ended up branching off. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't start off with my own counselor. Like, it was more so other things that was going on within myself, right? Like, that I brought it to the table mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like, that's what people, everybody actually has it. You know, like, that actually is very common within um couples um and it, it, the biggest thing like that i got from it was i'm not going to say like all this stuff is bullshit right mm-hmm. i ain't going to say all that because it's not but the reason why i say certain things is bullshit is bro we already know our own issues that we have you know what i'm saying and we suppress some things Oh yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And we we go ahead and tuck that shit in mm-hmm. until that shit get exposed, right? But, see, <laughs> but hey, hey, Dave, yeah, nah. this is where one of the first times in life I'm going to disagree with you. Okay. Well, I disagree, but I kind of agree with you. Okay. We know our bullshit, right? You know, you know, I know my bullshit, right? <laughs> I'm sorry, right, right. You know, <laughs> but we know, we know. But it took having. To talk to a counselor mm-hmm. to unpack that bullshit. Yeah. Why? Because a lot Why? of times we're not going to admit that bullshit, and I needed somebody else to tell me, "Man, you bullshit." But, but no, so look, wait, wait. Sorry to say bullshit consecutively, but, right, but we being real. Like it took somebody on the outside that I knew that wasn't going to judge me to say, "Yo, you know what? You're wrong." Yeah, hey, but do you know what's funny though? But, the reason why I haven't been to a therapy is I'm the complete opposite of what she, what that therapist is bringing out of you. I feel like, why do I need somebody else to tell me something about myself that I can't figure out? Because about? sometimes it's good for a third party, bro. I think and, it's subjective. I think I really think it's subjective because, like, when I start on that point, right? Like, man, most of us know, dog. Like, let's cut the shit. We know what the fuck we be out here doing, right? Or whatever it is that we have going on, and we go ahead and we try to justify it until we actually have to make that make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. To somebody that we actually are really doing life with. Right. And see, when that shit get exposed, right, people sit there, your, your partner, she might rock with it, but she might not. And that's the issue for her. Once that's an issue for her, that's when, like, you have to realize, is this really an issue for me? So I have a question for y'all. As in your childhood, were y'all... Um, Supported or as far as even taught how to express your feeling? Good question, Marcus. I will tell you first, I was not. Right. And if I would try to, it would immediately be shut down. If you was a child of the 80s, I guarantee you probably about 85%. So, I, mean, I, I, think so I, have, I have to disagree with you guys because I feel like with my mom, she, she allowed me to express myself. Now, when I got around my dad, I feel like I, I didn't feel more comfortable expressing myself around my dad, but my mom, I'm more, I'm not more of a, a, a logical person. I'm more of an emotional person. So I usually have a lot of, a lot of times when I say things, I said, I start off by saying, I feel, um, because I'm, I'm more of an emotional person. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm, I'm more like my mom. Um, and she's an emotional person as well. So she allowed me to express myself as a young 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 male. Like I cry. Like <laughs> like I oh, still we, cry. Yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, I, still, I still I still cry today. Like I'm a big six six three hundred plus dude, but I still shed some tears. Um, so I feel like I feel like the opposite of of being able to express myself. But it's definitely some things that I have suppressed um, in the past. I thought I thought what David said was was spot on. I thought about. Um, one of my pastors was talking about how a lot of men, how we do suppress a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yes. And when we're suppressing something, I think Marcus might have been at church this um, Sunday, too. Come on now. He used a, uh, a balloon to pretty much show how men suppress things and how mm-hmm. we just blow into that balloon. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And it, every time you blow into that balloon, it gets bigger. Mm-hmm. It gets bigger. It gets bigger until it pops. Mm-hmm. And that pop can be a mental breakdown, mm-hmm. depression. Yeah. That that pop could be a heart attack. Mm-hmm. That part, I mean, a heart attack can kill you. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Absolutely. So, so as black males being around this table, and I think we're having a great conversation right now, that suppression can kill you. Right. It can. And I and think sometimes that's where you need to have that therapist to come in. To and, going, and going back to what you just said about suppression, when we were growing up as kids, which I'm trying to get out of being that I don't have any male, uh, I don't have any male children, but I have nephews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What were we always told? If you fail, had a boo boo or whatever, stop crying. Get stop crying. You'll be all right. Suck but it what do we? Up. What do we Walk tell the sisters and stuff? We give them a baby. hug, oh, hug baby, embrace. Yeah, don't cry. When we yeah. fall, I do that with my kids hurt, right now. Though I still do that with my son. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. But, but again, is that what is that teaching them? We're teaching not hugging them and saying it's all right to let out your feelings, but, and that's yeah. what I feel. At least for me too. Mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I suppress. I suppress a lot. Absolutely. Same. I still suppress. And that's why you got to go back and talk to Troy, man. I know. Sure. Hey, y'all need to meet Troy number, bro. Yeah, oh, we, we got that. Send Troy number. I wanted Troy on tonight. Terrence, no, I was the homework or something. No, that's true because, like <laughs> I said, I was not taught how or even encouraged to express my feelings right. as I was growing up. And that has really, unfortunately transferred into me being a father to my older child who is yeah he's an emotional child right he has feelings and stuff and um it's gotten to the point now where he is more comfortable talking to his mother more than me because i am kind of like okay dude you gotta man up you gotta be more tough and that was that's the same things that was taught to me growing up Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I'm and I'm seeing that now, and I'm trying to recorrect. I'm re re uh, trying to correct that now, because like you know, as I said, a previous episode. Now, previous episode, I said I want. I'm trying to have more conversations with him, um, especially as far as like you know, discipline. Not, not being too hard on him. I'm trying to have more conversations with him. Like, why do you think this? Why do you feel this? That was not provided to me as a child. Oh, oh okay, I get you what you're saying. All, All right. right, so. Um, you so that your parents didn't go through the check down of why did you make that decision? No, okay. no, no. Okay. And I no, feel like, like that's my the grandfather was the male figure for me yeah. growing up mainly, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know his response was get a switch off a tree, mm-hmm. which I think is was like everybody in that generation. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and I, then and my mother was also, yeah. you know, she's a hard shell. She was also tough on me as well. So her first reaction is yelling and screaming, mm-hmm. yelling and screaming, right. yelling and screaming. So that has. Transferred to me as a father, and I am still, after eight years, still trying to fix that. I acknowledge it. I'm still trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. It's tough because all that stuff that what I went through as a child is now embedded and infused yeah. in me, mm-hmm. right. and I can't shake it. Yeah. Right. But but again, I think what you're doing different than your parents, Marcus, is that, and then you talked about this in another podcast that I was listening to with y'all fellas, um, that you sit down and talk to your kids of why you're screaming at them, right. why you talk. And I just feel like growing up, it that, depended on my situation of why I was getting spanking. Or I, I usually knew I'm, I was not the, the best kid, so <laughs> I, I usually knew why I was getting that. But I still didn't get that like sit down, we love you, I'm gonna hug you, and at, oh, my afterwards, yeah, that after. Because yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I do that with my kids. I, I'll, I'll I'll discipline them, and then I'm sitting there having like a 30 minute conversation with these right. rascals, trying to explain to them why I'm going off on exactly. them. And, and it's crazy yeah. because after <laughs> that, like honestly, yeah. after after I discipline my daughters, I feel sad. I don't want to be Nobody yelling at them. No. I don't want to threaten no. to take stuff away. Yeah. I don't want to be frustrated. But that's the crazy part because most of the times when you punish your kid, you on punishment too. So if you say no TV, <laughs> right? Put your kids sitting in the background watching the TV from afar with you. Exactly. See that? So, that see, we, we needed you on the display. I know. I, 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 I <laughs> we going into display. So real, real quick, because we we're gonna bring on a um a guest, a guest of ours, um a good friend of mine, a teammate, my man uh Cole, aka Barbecue on Cole. There you we, go. We, we're going to call him in from New Jersey. Got some good food, good seasonings, too. 
Cole is let me let me test this out real quick. So we going man, I feel like I'm on 90, 95.5. Damn, we, we we talking while we record. So, another question. Oh, go ahead. While, while I get Cole pulled up, go wait. ahead. Do you do you guys feel as though you effectively communicate your feelings with your wives? Oh, hold Not that. Hold that hold that question. Oof. Hold on. Hello, hello. Cole, can you hear us? What it do, baby? Yeah, I can hear you, baby. That man, Cole. What up, Cole? It's Terrence, man. What up, brother? What's up, T? What it do, baby? <laughs> man, All right, us, brother. Cole, we got we got uh, Terrence on. We got Marcus. We got Dave. What's up? And What's we, up, got, we got Joe. What's happening? Chilling. So, Cole so World. What's good? What's good? So, let me What's bring you in real you? quick. I'm going I'm to give you a good uh, introduction. All right. All right, so Cole is a, a mental health professional out of New Jersey, and he's also a, a entrepreneur who's going to come on our entrepreneur show, Barbecue on Cole. Check him out on Instagram, and um, definitely uh, check him out. Hold on, we we doing a little something real quick. But um, like I said, Cole is a mental health professional, and there's a couple of questions we just want to ask Cole and have him um, come in onto this conversation. So mainly what we're talking about is uh, basically, Cole, turn your background down, man. <laughs> Somebody on the phone or got Cole already you live, doing Cole. The session. Cole, you live, Hello? man. You live. You sound like he getting the mental okay, break okay. right now. We hit mute. We hit mute on you real quick. You had something in the background going, and it was going through our speakers in our ear. But um, uh, hold on, let me let me turn it down, man. I got my TV on, man. Right. He, he got his TV on. Game. He watched a playoff game. We got him on live live uh podcast. Man, my bad, my bad, good people. My bad. <laughs> what you, well, my bad, good people. You know, I, I ain't used to this podcast stuff yet. What's right. going on though? Man? So now let me get you. Let me do the let me do the introduction again. So we got we got Cole Cole Campbell. He's a mental health professional <laughs> out in uh, New Jersey, yep. and um, definitely we we're bringing him on tonight. To discuss with us, uh, a what he does and a couple of his opinions on mental health and men and going to seek counseling. So the first question I have for you, Cole, is: Have you ever sought counseling for yourself? Uh, so to answer your question, it's a big no. I don't know what it is. I haven't had the opportunity to yet. I think I do need it. You know, what I'm saying working in the field. Dealing with the youth and you know some adults from my other job, I think I do need it, but you know I never really had the chance to do it yet. Okay, so Cole, did you ever go through uh, premarital counseling? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did do um, for premarital counseling. It was funny because my uh, wife's uh, aunt, who is the one who actually married us, uh, I believe you said the wedding. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's actually one who actually married us. And we did a, a few counseling sessions with her. Awesome. But nothing major without somebody outside of it. <laughs> so during that premarital counseling, was there anything that you learned about yourself that you are applying to the marriage and to life in general? Um, Dang, that's a good question, Gene. I didn't think of that. Come on, Cole. You've been question. married for a minute now, man. Let's go. It'd be, it'd be, it'd be 10 years in November, bro. Wow, that was Jeez. quick. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it'd be 10 years in November. But I can say my 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 patience. I don't have no patience. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hold you. I don't have no patience. And I think, you know, being married and, and dealing with the kids and three kids now, you know what I'm saying? I think... It's still, oh, I still work in progress with that. You know what I'm saying? I still got to work on that and, you know, being able to talk about the issues that, you know, sometimes that comes up in the marriage. Definitely, definitely. And that's some of the things we were discussing about, um, A, just being men. I think I think men, we have patience when it comes to certain things. But sometimes these mm-hmm. kids, man, they wear a lot of patience with Yeah, agreed. Definitely. So is Go it... Ahead. Impatience when you don't understand, like what Boom. your child I don't know is, who that is talking. That's, that's Marcus right that there. Yeah, tell him. Yeah. Hey, tell him what's talking. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? So, uh, before we brought you on the phone, I was telling the difference between me and my child. Um, my me growing up, I was not encouraged or sup- or in- encouraged or supported to you know express my feelings really. And I have a child, he's my oldest child, you know, and he's more of an emotional kid. So 
all of the things that I went through as a child, you know, again, not being encouraged to express your feelings or encouraged to express your feelings, I have, that has transferred to me being a father. And mm-hmm. he wants to express his feelings. Mm-hmm. And now it got to the point where he's more comfortable talking to his mother than me, which is, you know, that's not something I really want. I mean, I want him oh, to be I comfortable totally agree. both. I want to be comfortable both. So I, I have... Totally agree my, yeah. Go ahead, I'm going to let you finish. No, let you finish. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. No, so you know, I was always, you know, like, hey, Miles, you gotta, get, you gotta get tougher. You gotta be, you know, you gotta man up a little bit. Um, you know, can't cry over everything. That all that stuff that I'm saying to him was said to me, and I recognize in the back of my mind, I recognize, yo, know, you can't do that. But it's hard for me to break because it's infused inside of me, and I'm trying, I'm trying to work through it, I'm trying to break it. Um, so that's just something that's probably the biggest struggle I have with my oldest child right now. So, so I I totally agree. I totally agree with what you're saying Mm -hmm. because I work seven days a week Mm -hmm. and I work two jobs. So I work Monday through Friday, working with the youth of Bergen County, New Jersey, doing it, doing their mental health work. And then on the weekends I work at a detox facility with adults. And then, so my kids are around my wife 24 seven. So it's like, use your, my, my favorite line is use your word. <laughs> you know, right. use your word. Because they be like, ah, and I'm like, yo, use your word. Right. And it, it hit me a couple of weeks ago, I ain't gonna hold y'all. Because it hit me because I'm like, my, like, me and my wife, we just argue, not an argument, but like, we just going through something, something right at the time. And I was like, do you know how I feel to like, not be there for my kids because I'm I work nine to five and then the weekends I work seven to four. So mm-hmm. by the time they get up, I'm already they they gone. You know what I'm saying? I'm gone. Right. So it's like we got I don't know we got to figure it out. So that's why I'm ready to quit my weekends out um, in like the next couple of weeks because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm like you, you live I'm, you live Cole you live Cole <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you you know you just. <laughs> You know you just quit. You just quit. <laughs> hey, let no, them know before podcast. next Wednesday. Let them know before next Wednesday, Cole, when it's get released. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, listen. My, my, my homeboy, I've been there. I've been in my part-time job for four, four years. Mm. My homeboy, I trained. He started after me. I trained him. He's not my boss. I already told him last weekend. He one of my biggest fans with the food. Cause don't blame, don't blame it on us when we release this joke. They be like, uh, we heard a podcast. Right, we got we got verbal proof from you. Right. (laughs) Nah, but I I I I didn't know what time it is, man. I didn't know what time it is. Yeah, I I can't like I don't know because we're growing up like my parents and my my you know I had relationship like really with my father who passed in September. And my mom, I was living with my grandmother. It was, it was a lot. I think I really do need to go through counseling, to be honest with y'all. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And, when and, I'm going to do it. <laughs> and that's, Yo, what, and that's what I want to hear. Go ahead, on. Joe. So I'm cold. This is Joe, um, one of Gene's good, good friends. I'm so glad to hear that a counselor needs counseling. Yes. One of my favorite. Yeah. Um, yeah. One thing that stick in my head, Regina King said in a movie, who's monitoring the monitors? I've always wanted mm. to know. Oh. I've always wanted to know. Who's counseling the counselors? Yeah. And that's been my yeah. biggest it's got, reason. It's got to why. be a cycle, man. Hey, bro. It has, it to, has be, bro. to be a hey, cycle, like for Big sure. Brother watching Big Brother. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to hear that, bro. Thank you for that. So I'm gonna go back to hey, my no, question, bro. Go ahead, Cole. Oh, go ahead. Go. No, you, you go. Well, let me finish. Let me let me get that point across. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, bro. Like the stuff that we see or hear or do or like or go through at my 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 uh my full time job. So I'm dealing, like, Gene ain't really probably broke y'all down. I've worked with youth um, in New Jersey from age 3 to 21 years old. Mm-hmm. They have been through everything in a, imaginable mm-hmm. from DD youth, which is developmentally delayed, to kids that in DCP, and, and, and Jersey's called DCPMP. The child, oh, you, uh, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here, bro. Yeah, oh, we, had, we had technical difficulties. We heard them. We good. Oh, you heard them? Oh, okay. Yeah, you good. Okay, yeah, I'm like, oh, keep going, Cole. You good? So, uh, okay, so like that, that deal with the, the DCPMP, um, which is Dyfus here, and is like you know, in Jersey, like being touched, being like seeing their parents get murdered and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It has to come, like, has to come. Like, I, I try to train, I try to teach my, my, my co workers at work, like, hey, at five o'clock hit, 
it's time to turn your brain off, bro. Mm-hmm. And oh, I had yeah. to learn that. I had to learn that working in DC, bro. Yeah, I, but, I did this. Hey, I did this type but, of work but, from 2009 well, to 2017 before I moved to Jersey, and I had to turn that shit off. What you about to say, Gibby? What no, you about to say? I was going to ask Cole. Do your job have uh, like counseling sessions so for you guys, like part of y'all benefits? Yeah, we do have the EAP program, but mm-hmm. bro, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, like. I don't think nobody ever used that joke, bro. Wow. I mean, that's the truth. Think, even even at our job, I don't so, think too many people use it. Right. You're like, taking a lot of energy, you know what I'm saying, from other people. Right. Yeah. My sister is a is a mental health professional as well. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you have to be able to seek counsel, right? Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But um it's almost that, like that the person going to war real. or something like that. It's it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. so I you're think taking yeah, a lot yeah. of people's energy and you yeah. counseling a lot of people yeah. because you empathize with those people that you actually right. build relationships. I mean, I, I look at I look at Val, right? Y'all know Val is a, um is a uh, oh yeah, me and Val in the same yeah. school, so I know Val. And Val worked the high schoolers. I know those kids sap so much out of her mm-hmm. that by the time she gets home, sometimes her tank. Is low mm-hmm. that she just don't have enough even for her own kids. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's real. And she's had to realize that, like, yo, I can't let them set. Man, that sounds mm-hmm. real good being poured into the bottle. Then get appreciate pouring that Tito's. But um, hey, yeah, hey, nah, it, real it, it sounds that bad. Yeah, real hey. talk though, Jay. Like, I'm I'm lucky that my drive home is more than like 40 minutes. I, I work. Yeah, and, and that's my, definitely my good because I have a long drive home too. Yeah. And it's like I think anybody who has a long commute, or even if you're on the metro, when you had that time just to decompress before yeah, you go sure. home, you gotta have you gotta hey. find some type of way to get. Hey Cole, how far are you yeah. from Newark? Uh, I live not even 20 minutes from Newark, bro. So is your is your practice in that area, or you're a little bit further? No, like- so. So I live, I, I live actually, so Newark is actually Essex County. I live in Union County, but I work in Bergen County. I work, and I don't know if y'all ever heard the show Real Housewives in New Jersey. Yeah, yeah. I work in that county. That's, a, that's the richest county in New Jersey. I work Big in money. Okay. Yeah, I work so, in that so county. I yeah. Yeah. So, so I don't need to send my Newark, my Newark people to you then, huh? <laughs> no, you can. You All right. Can. All right. So not, not on the weekends, though, Joe. Not on the weekends. Yeah, I got, I got mad family. I got family in Newark. Um, and, so let me um, explain friends, how so. it works then real yep. quick for you. So promote, 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 bro. Promote. Let's do it. Promote no, I got you. So every, so every county in New Jersey has what we call a care management organization. I'm a care manager at my job. I'm a certified rap coach, so I know how to wrap around process. I know how to do all that. Every county has a care management organization. You don't have to have Medicaid. Like you, can have, you don't have to have insurance. You don't have, like, if you have private insurance, you can use that. It's what we call, we got a Medicaid called 3560 here in New Jersey, mm-hmm. where it takes care of any, med- any mental health service, mm-hmm. and it's free. It does not touch your insurance. It does not touch anything. Oh, Every insane. county has it, and you can get counseling. Where, where, they, where these people will come to your house for two, like, at least up to two hours a week. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the minimum. Two, that, that's the minimum. Two hours a week, what we call us IIC, in-home clinician. You can give a, a behaviorist. For free, we a BA. We call it for free, bro. It's all for free. That's but a lot of people don't that's, that's know. A lot of people, a lot of people don't know this in New Jersey. Like mm. when I was started in this job, mm-hmm. like we had probably nine, nine. It was like nine hundred youth in my county, mm-hmm. bro. We had over eighteen hundred. We got the biggest, uh, like, uh, LOS, what we call a level of care with all the, the youth we have in the county. Mm-hmm. We have the biggest in the state of New Jersey, us and then Camden County, wow. which is the hood. We can get hood. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? But these people can yeah. get, we can get psychiatric uh, work. You can get like, help for DDU. Like, I'm telling you, because it's a lot of, like, autistic youth that don't get the services that they need and, and like, everywhere. Wow. But we have all these resources. A lot of people do not know. It's what we call, we got, it's a system of care in New Jersey, bro. Children's wow. system of care. And coach co- to call for four care and go from there. No, I was about to ask you. No, I was asking, can you, can you pronounce, I mean, can you say it again? Because, you know, our listeners and stuff, some of them might be from New Jersey, especially exactly. with you being on the podcast. And this might be opening up new uh, avenues and things for uh, the uh, people, people who ain't know. Yeah, that yeah. people didn't know about that particular mm-hmm. benefit with living in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Right. So real real so quick, I, spit that out real quick, real quick. Uh, yeah, I got you. So 
it's called we where we got Perform Care. Perform Care is the, the like the the hub of of the children's system of care in New Jersey. From age three to twenty one, you can get any service you need from like DD like you DD youth, which is development de- uh, delayed. They can get any service they need. Uh, you got IIC. You can get any like mental health service paid for for free. You don't have to worry about coming out your pocket. You don't have to worry about it touching your deductible and your insurance. It's all free. Please use this, man. I, wow. I, I'm trying to tell you, please use this. It's a great resource. Every county in New Jersey has one. Definitely. Every county in New Jersey has a care management organization. So please use it. And please, if they, hey, Gene, whoever on this, if y'all want to get in my information, Please do. I yeah. can instruct them how yeah, to get I, every service they need. Give me just pulled it up. I, I just I, lo- I just looked it up, man. That phone number is eight seven seven. Yep. Six five two. Yep. Seven six two four. Repeat that one more Repeat time. Repeat that one more time. It's eight seven seven six five two seven six two four. That's good stuff. And, and they open 24-7. 24-7. You got it on here on the website, twenty four seven. Hey, real quick, Cole, before you leave, man, look, man. I know you do mental health, but you also do barbecue. So go ahead and plug yourself <laughs> real quick before we let hey, you man. go. Hey, man. Hey, man. Y'all check out barbecueoncold.com, man. That's my, that's my website, barbecueoncold.com. Barbecueoncold.com. Uh, com. Check me out. I'm back. Like I never left. I just started last weekend. Hey, I just started like. Hey, Cole, I, I hold on. I started last weekend and sold, and sold seventy orders and just sold seventy dinners. Cole, I, hold on, hold and on. When you got time, on when, you, when you got that's time season. to cook, bro, you you working seven days a week, bro. When hey, you figure it out, but that's figuring it out. That seasoning on point. That seasoning, boy. That seasoning. Everybody. That seasoning like crack out here, man. <laughs> hey man, I appreciate it, man. I got this called that lit. Is that lit? Is that work? That thing going anything. Work, Believe it. I, yep. I, I, your eggs, you your, your chicken, your turkey, whatever, man. They all that. Everything. On your veggies, your seafood, whatever. Mm. Hey, t- whoever asked you how I got time, I took off last weekend, man. Gotcha. That's what's up. Today. I love it. I took <laughs> off last weekend. And I'm taking off Mother's Day weekend, too. That's what's up. Gotcha. Weekend, I'm back. May 13th, I'm back cooking again. So don't worry, the menu will be out, hey, man. Hey, Cole, man. Cole, we still, on, we, we, we still got to do something, man. Taste buds and uh, your business, man. We still got to do something out there. Good job. Man, try to be I like Voltron and this. shit. That's, that's right. That's right. <laughs> hey, Autobots. The Autobots. <laughs> Roll out. <laughs> hey, Cole, love hey, you, man. man. Hey, Cole, man, my teammate for life. Bowie State man, all day. Aggie Pride? I'm sorry. Oh, ain't no Aggie Pride. Bowie State. Somebody said, I yeah, saying, Joe, man, Joe with the ASC. A lot of HBCUs <laughs> sitting at the table, table man. Only thing y'all got is G. Only thing y'all got is G. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Cole. Not the education, though. Love you, baby. I'll talk to you, all right? All right, man. Appreciate all right, y'all. peace. Y'all be good, man. Peace. Hey, that was our boy, Cole, man. That was some real good nuggets right there. That was a counselor that actually admitted that he needed counseling. That's what's up, man. I needed that. That was perfect. And, and, and Gene, I think that's a great segue Go ahead, about um, one of the articles that I was reading. Yeah, um, yeah I know when T uh, come on, he got some articles. Pretty Ooh. much I, I was asking the question of why black people don't like counseling. Yep. Okay? And this came from physics.com.net, uh, and this is an article from February the 9th, 2022. And um, a therapist, I mean a doctor, Dr. Racine Henry, Henry said going to therapy is viewed as a sign of weakness and sometimes to be ashamed of. A lot of black people don't think of therapy as reality or visual options for health and mental health isn't seen as something to focus on, improve, or give um, professional help for. And then uh, another therapist said, note that most black people, safety avenues are like church, Friends and healing circles. Mm-hmm. So I, when when Joe said mm-hmm. he didn't do therapy, yeah, and then when Marcus said he hasn't yeah. been to a therapist, it kind of did the, the you know yeah. the marriage counseling. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. It's a pride thing with me. Like I just yep. don't want Same. people to um, feel like hey, Joe's going to therapy. Oh, something must be wrong. Yeah, but, you know hey, Joe, that, and that's you see everybody around this table though. Honestly, I'm with you now. I I need this, the, you, uh, and that's not. the thing. Like really, I'm, I'm being like real true to honest right now. You know what I'm saying? I had to put pride 
to the side. Mm-hmm. First, to save my marriage. Mm-hmm. Second, to save myself. Mm-hmm. And then it's something about when you see your homeboys are doing it and it's not doing no harm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Gibby had therapy before me. Mm-hmm. And I saw the changes that it made in Gibby. And I was like, man, if you can do that for him. I needed it, man. I, you know, I, I, I knew I, I knew I needed it too. Needed. You know what I'm so. saying? And I'm telling you, the feeling that you get after therapy, and we're gonna go around the table to, to close this out. We 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 we're running up against time, but I honestly want all black men, all men, period, who are listening to this, all women too, do therapy. Mm. If it's not to save your marriage, it's yep. to save yourself. And you will learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, because I had certain things that went on in my childhood and in me growing up mm. that affected me, that, that that made me make wrong decisions in mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And it don't all have to always be bad. It's not bad. Sometimes it's, it's just bad. like it is what it is. But it's identifying yeah. that. Life, life, look, yeah. life is hard, man. We, right. we all, majority of us at this table, getting close to our 40s or in our 40s. And we've seen a lot, been through a lot, and and life is hard. Still, and still impacting. Yeah, life right. is hard. And at this particular time, in my opinion, especially we all went through, we all went through a pandemic. And psychically, we 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 as, as human beings as we have learned, we all supposed to be around each other yeah. in some form of fashion. And our psyche that you know that really messed up a lot of people. I will say a lot of people, but people who are introverts. <laughs> oh was, yeah, and they was, had it bad. Hey, I ain't they, had they, problem with it though. Oh, look, look at Dave. Dave was like, "I'm on vacation." So, 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 big introvert. Yeah, yeah. I'm borderline. I'm borderline introvert. Like, borderline. I mean, it's really? border, bro. Real talk, you wouldn't know that, bro. Nah. I, 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 you would not know that about me, Joe. You would not know that about me, bro. I'm on the edge of the introvert, bro. But I am a walking introvert. I'm on the edge, bro. For real. I hear you. I hear you. But Sometimes I feel like an introvert. Not even close. Not even close. Little Uzi Vert. Little Uzi Vert. Oh, what? I don't know how to take that, Joe. So, 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 let me ask you a question real quick, Dave, before we end this thing. Yeah. With you considering yourself an introvert, and even Marcus pointed that out, what was your mindset with the with the pandemic? Do you feel like people who are introverts still would need counseling with having a pandemic? I think everybody needed counseling throughout the pandemic. You know, um, it was a paradigm shift, bro. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, for the whole world. Like, that wasn't even just for men. It wasn't just for women. It, was, it wasn't, it wasn't even just, just for, for a race. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. it, it, it didn't have nothing to do with race, age, gender. Like, that was for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, the whole world changed. Like, yeah. literally what just happened... But now I ain't gonna say just happened. We're still the, in it. We're still in it. Yeah. Literally, what happened in 9 11, right? Mm. Was in college. Yeah. yeah, we was in college. When the world changed, like when this is a whole that's an event, right. right? Or something that happens that affects the whole freaking world. Yeah. yeah. Everybody got to sit there and really take notice. Like, you affected in multiple ways. Yeah. It was scary. You know what I'm saying? The kids, you know what I'm saying? Like they was affected in ways that we can't under we we, we think we understand. They still, I mean, it's gonna take a long time for those yeah. kids right. who had to do homeschool yeah. with a computer to filter through the school Correct. system. Right. Yep. Because like that that took away from a big part of their childhood. And that had a lot to do with what happened, you know, the the event that actually happened, but we went through a lot as adults, you know what yeah. I'm saying, in that whole situation. Like, you know, monetary value, right? Yeah. Not even just monetary value. It was also like, yo, man, shit, man, you going to make it? Right. You know exactly. what I'm saying? People out here really dying, right? People dying off of you this know, stuff. You know, and um, I got to sit in here. I got to go to work. You know what I'm saying? I got to take care of this kid. These kids, are, I got to do all these different things. So, like, your whole world is changing. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, so... Mental health, man, like, my, 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 my closeout piece would be the mental health is, you know, just as important mm-hmm. as yep. everything else that's going on with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when, if I break my arm, right? Yeah. I got to go to the doctor. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, 
something happens to me physically, like, you know, to where I can't just go in the damn medicine cabinet and take something and go to bed and wake up the next morning and, and feel, feel better. better from. Yeah. Shit, I need to go to the hospital, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Something happened to me mentally. I need to go see, you know what I'm saying, uh, a, a, metal, a, mental, a, mental, health a mental health professional to go yeah. ahead and get that right. Yep. True indeed. We, but we don't correlate that. Right. You know, yeah. and um, and even breaking it back down to, you know what I'm saying, um, just race, to be honest, yo, a lot of us, we all have some PTSD, you know what I'm saying? Because like, there's a lot of different things. I ain't getting all to it, all to it to this in this 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 segment. I think that's why we're gonna have that part too. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Marcus. Yeah. Your turn. No, yeah, um, no. So it was great hearing you guys talk about you know your experiences with mental uh, therapy, um, especially speaking to a therapist. Uh, for me, I have not spoken again. I've not spoken to a therapist. You know, same with Joe. It's a pride thing, but it's also a fear thing of being vulnerable with somebody else. Just do it. Yeah, something to do it. Just so, do you know, I've been through things personally in my life, you know, witnessing uh, uh, witnessing um, domestic violence at a yep. very young age. Yeah. Still having nightmares about it mm -hmm. at 37, 38, about uh, years old about it. Mm -hmm. uh, being, you know, dealing with, you know, all the stuff I went through in high school. Mm -hmm. But never really talking to someone external Suppressing. about it. Suppressing. 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 Yeah. And Get it, out. it has. Marcus, don't be that balloon. <laughs> I don't want to be that balloon, but, you know, like no. I said, it's still a fear <clears throat> of expressing my emotions, my vulnerability with someone outside of my wife. Right. Mm -hmm. I go to her for everything. Mm -hmm. So, and I guess in my mind, you know, that's my therapist. Okay. I mean, I'm going to keep mine short and sweet. At the end of the day, um, you don't have to go to therapist because something is wrong. Yep. You can go to, to the therapist because you're just having a good day. Everybody needs to kind of get that mental checked out, just as my cousin Dave just said. You know, if you get your arm broke, you go to the doctor's to go get that fixed. Like, you got to kind of think of your body like a vehicle. You got to get an oil change. You got to put tire gas rotation. in it. You got to get the tire rotation. You got to get your spark plugs changed, all that jazz. You got to start treating your body just like you would treat that beautiful card you got. Oh, part two. Part you two. You got to keep it. Part two. Sure. Go ahead, Joe. Yeah. So real quick, um, thanks to Cole for coming online and, um, you know, giving me some some insight into what he needed in his life because that was very that was actually some therapy for me right on live on the air. So um, I appreciate that. I'm going to definitely – reach out to him and um, some of the, the people that Terrence and um, Gene have ref referenced over in the Charles County area. Um, but so when I think of mental wellness, um, I'm going to say that, um, we all have to find our outlet that, that gets us away from the day-to-day -day struggle, right? Um, take a walk, um, read a book. Um, you know, for me, it's getting on this podcast right Get a bigger here microphone. Talking, talking to you. <laughs> see, I'm in my, I'm in my, see, you, you about to take that me. that little ass mic. My, my little mic. I'm bending down again. I think if you got a bigger stand, <laughs> it chill. might, it might help. Chill, man. Chill. But no, finding that, finding that outlet, um, y'all boys are not right. And I, that was the, my most vulnerable moment. That's why I'm going to therapy. That's why I'm going to therapy right now, bro. See, see the therapist ain't going to do you like They ruined it for you, bro. You're not the professional. You're not the professional. I ain't coming because they even fucked it up for you. But um, finding, finding that vulnerable vulnerable piece, um, I think that's important. Like I said, when I'm on the mic, I feel comfortable. This is my outlet with you guys, especially when you guys can prepared. Um, ready to talk about whatever the topic is for this particular topic is mental health. So I appreciate you guys for um, just talking about it. But find that outlet. Like for me, it's yeah. golf. For me, it's getting together with you guys. Um, but when it comes to like the youth or up to an adult, just find something that's going to take you away from that that day to day, um, you know, routine and and get away. Just find find a couple minutes to get yes. away. That's and all it is. To add to that, that. I will argue this with anybody. There is nothing more mentally challenging than being a black father mm. and husband. Oh, there it is. Nothing at all. And then we can say that for a whole nother episode. Mm. But you take all all that you've gone through in your childhood, young adulthood, whatever, and now you're a black father and black husband. You gotta have an outlet. And and for me to close it out, you know, definitely, man. Therapy for me has been a life changer. And Troy, I'm going to get back with you. I am. 
All right, because I need to get back with you. I got to catch you up on everything that's been going on. But um, I just, I just wish, yeah. and I hope everybody at least try therapy at some point in time. Reach out to somebody. All right, you will feel better. Man, this has been another fantastic episode of All Shit. I'm 40. Yeah, yeah. This has been part one. We got part two coming up pretty soon. Pass me my cup. I'm, I'm getting on that one. So stay tuned. Thank you for coming out again. Peace. Deuces. <laughs> <laughs>